What's up, people? Welcome back to the What's On Your Mind podcast. I've been wanting to talk about this topic for a while now, and I'm glad I'm finally able to get to it. But it's about moral high ground. And I've had this thought a lot in my life, just in general. But what sparked me making sure that I added this to the list of podcast episodes is that there's a couple things. It started off with a separate idea that I was going to make around the time this was going on. But when the Jeffrey Dahmer documentary docuseries was released on Netflix, it had mixed reviews. And there were people like myself who didn't like the documentary because I felt there was no reason to continue glorifying these serial killers, especially someone who attacked minorities and majority black people if i'm not mistaken a lot there's no there was no purpose i felt to make a 11th 12th 100th whatever number documentary this is about him and then i found out that one of the families from the um jeffrey dahmer experience one of the families who suffered did not want the documentary to be released if i'm not mistaken it was the family who they showed the scene where the lady was screaming at him in the courtroom it was that family and they said they made it very clear that they did not want another documentary made of this of their trauma and their trauma being used as entertainment and netflix made it anyway and then there were some people who felt that it's a good learning experience it's good to show that these things can happen and to give this a platform and i understand both sides of the argument obviously i gave my own take on it but it just brought a question of who really wins in the moral high ground and there were people who defended the documentary saying it's not that big of a deal and there were even some people who went as far to say that they felt bad for jeffrey and cried when he died because of the things he suffered and there were people those people were not minorities from what i saw and it makes you question really the perspective of people and there was another thing that made sure i made this podcast at first i thought it was a joke but there were people on the internet saying that they steal from big corporations like let's say walmart for example to better themselves in life and at first i thought it was a joke like yeah that's pretty funny because they would say like they're borrowing in quotations but as i saw the joke more and more i began to realize that it wasn't really a joke and i brought this up to someone who said like who's in my journalism class and while i was bringing it up i was saying the same things i'm saying now like hey i was seeing this joke about like stealing from big corporations and they cut me off and said like you mean borrowing and she didn't laugh and she was completely serious and she had the stance of that it doesn't hurt these big corporations so why should i care about these big corporations they don't care about us so why should we care about them why should we want to keep their products in their store And why should we maintain the moral high ground when they don't care about us? And part of me was shocked at the fact that she was serious, one. But 
I understood where she was coming from, at least. But in the back of my mind, I'm still like, it's stealing. <laughs> I understand it's a big corporation, but you're still stealing. And that's not okay. And it had me think about the that statement of it's not okay, that who really wins in the moral high ground? Because those people are doing that. Those people are stealing or borrowing, whatever you want to word it, to better themselves in life. And let's take two people who are suffering. Let's take me who would say that stealing is wrong. I'm not going to do it regardless. And then the people saying that, hey, it is what it is. They're big corporations. At the end of the day, as long as they don't get caught, they're better off in life. Or they're better off in that specific position they were in based on the circumstances they were in. And me, I'm saying, hey, moral high ground, I don't want to steal, but yet I don't have food for myself. Let's say take food, for example. Like, yeah, I have the higher moral high ground. It is what it is, but I'm still hungry. (laughs) And that person who maybe doesn't have the higher moral high ground and stole, they're better off and they're chilling, they're relaxing. So who really gains anything taking the higher moral high ground and having a a higher moral compass? There was a situation I was in before I was in a relationship and I was talking to some individuals who were in relationships, but let's just say we didn't share the same moral high ground and they didn't look at their relationships as seriously and they went about the route of... I'm trying to think of the best word to say this. Um, I think infidelity would be the best word. We're going to have... um. I'm going to look it up to make sure I'm using the word properly. And yep, I'm using the word properly. So we're going to use that word to be as politically correct as possible. But they were being they were showcasing acts of infidelity and they were talking about it amongst us in the group. And I would question them and ask, how could you say you love that person? But proceed to be unfaithful to them and they were saying they had a lot of responses and they expressed the way they felt and it got to a point where it led to an argument because I was I had the position of that's wrong you shouldn't do that but at the end of the day I was single (laughs) so it made me question that hey I'm having this moral high ground but how I try to treat women versus how they try and treat women, you would think that women would want how I would want to treat them which is good and be loyal to that specific woman. But then you have others who are as loyal and express themselves in a toxic manner. And yet they're the ones who receive more success in relationships. And it just had really had me questioned how are guys that disrespect women how are they more successful with women (laughs) and it just comes all the way back to the moral high ground of 
how do these things happen when a decision is made that isn't the best or isn't the most legal, but they're still okay? And it's like, do I really gain anything from being a good person, quote unquote? And what really is a good person? Because one of the individuals I got into an argument with, or the individual I got into an argument with based on infidelity and it's wrong, they they expressed that there was no point in sharing that I felt it was wrong and that no one really no one's perfect and anyone can be judged and if you want to hold that person or if you want to hold me they were saying to this standard then look at yourself pretty much and again as much as I disagree with their actions it was a valid response and it's one of the main problems I have with Christianity and some Christians in life is they try to be so judgmental with spreading the word of God. But the Bible says a lot of statements saying that we shouldn't do that. Like one paraphrase scripture is he who is without sin cast the first stone. And it was about a story, if I'm not mistaken, people trying to banish a woman or um discredit a woman in the village based on actions she did again i don't want to spread misinformation and i'm going based off memory so i'm not gonna go into too much detail that i don't know but they were trying to banish her and trying to cast stones or throw stones at her and god said that whoever's perfect here go ahead and cast a stone on her saying that yeah she's done things in her life but who are you to judge and basically kill her for things she's done when you're not perfect either? So it has me just sit back and wonder how important is having the moral high ground? How important is saying, I'm not going to do this because it's wrong? Where does that really get you? And the closest answer I've had to that is just, your own personal comfort in life. Some things, even with some things being illegal or wrong, people are still going to do them regardless. The only person you can be accountable for 100% is yourself. You can only focus on yourself and your actions and the type of person you want to be perceived as. So there's no point in wasting energy to try and correct others. There have been very close people in my life who've also expressed things that were homophobic or just being homophobic people. And I got into constant arguments with them asking, what do they gain for being homophobic? What do they gain for bashing gay people, especially being a part of a religion that's supposed to be so loving? And we would go always back and we would always go back and forth. And it got to a point where I had to tell myself that. I'm wasting my breath because I can't change someone's mindset, especially if they're older than me. And it leads me to answer my own question of, about moral high ground. You can't change people. People want, people have to want to change to refer to an older episode I did. It has to be in that person's want to change. And you cannot force people to think how you think because me saying infidelity is wrong or cheating is wrong 
is an opinion that I have. And as much as I would want to think that that's a clear-cut opinion, people think differently. Similar with things of race or racism. In my eyes as a black person, I would think it's obvious that being racist is wrong or treating certain people in a certain way is wrong. But when someone else thinks opposite there's nothing you can do there's almost nothing you can do to change how they feel and there were there have been other instances in the world that have gone on that also discuss moral high ground and part of these were going to be their own episodes but i'll just put them here Another situation was going on with the basketball, with NBA basketball player Kyrie Irving, where he posted, from my understanding, he posted a movie and told people, hey, this may be a good movie, you probably should check it out. And it had anti-Semitic remarks in that movie. And the basketball player Kyrie Irving ended up losing endorsement deals, he had to apologize, and... He was ridiculed in the media as he has frequently been in past experiences and it questions it has me sit back and question cancel culture and ask can people really make mistakes anymore and some mistakes when they go to a certain extent this doesn't apply to obviously but again to my understanding the basketball player never said anything intentionally to insult Jewish people. And yet he was held to a standard to where people wanted to take everything away from him based on his feelings. I had mentioned earlier that he's been frequently ridiculed in the media. And during the time of the vaccinations, he was someone who was very outspoken on not getting vaccinated. He did not want to get vaccinated and... The rules of the NBA stated at the time that if you didn't, or specifically in the state of Brooklyn, because he plays for the Brooklyn Nets. In the state of Brooklyn, you had to get vaccinated to pretty much, in his case, play basketball. And if he didn't, he had, he couldn't play home games, like he couldn't play games in the Brooklyn arena. He would have to go, he would have to play games outside of that state. And he couldn't be with the team in certain aspects. And the sports media took it upon themselves to say he's being selfish or he doesn't care about others. He only cares about himself. And it was really evident to see how they villainized him based on his own wants for his body. I personally feel that whatever you want to do with your body is your choice. For you to take the stance of he's being selfish because he doesn't want to get vaccinated or the more extreme version of this situation or the more extreme version of criticizing others more so about abortion from another previous thing I've talked about and going as far as saying that women shouldn't do this with their bodies. It has me question, how can you be so controlling and judgmental of another person's life? But when someone tries to do the same to you, you get offended. And again, you get a question of morals. How can you be, how can one be comfortable with 
saying things about one another. And you would think that, oh, you shouldn't control women's bodies or, oh, you shouldn't force a basketball player or a person to do things based on his uncomfort. But then other people have opinions as well. So... That's the main question of this episode of where does moral high ground get you and how do you feel about it? Because I hold the position of wrong is wrong no matter what. And to tie back to one of the main topics, I'm going to hold the opinion that stealing is wrong no matter the circumstance. However, I can understand, let's take a Robin Hood theme of this. If you're stealing to improve your life or if you're doing things to improve your life. There have been people, part of the black community, who've done things like sold drugs or participated in gang violence for the betterment of themselves. And it's easy to say selling drugs is wrong, killing is wrong, being a part of a gang is wrong. But how wrong is it when that's all the cards they were dealt? What happens when they're stealing to feed themselves or they're doing certain things for the betterment of their life. Another thing this can be thought about with is people who indulge in sex work or OnlyFans or choose to do things of the sorts. It's easy to judge. It's easy to judge them. I had to listen to certain people during my Thanksgiving express their thoughts about artists such as Glorilla and Megan Thee Stallion and Cardi B and the women I were listening to were saying that they are this or they shouldn't use their bodies as sex symbols they shouldn't be doing this they're wrong they're this and that and it just has me it really has me ponder on the fact like why is it so deep to you Why are you so quick to judge someone in their 20s as a 50-year-old person? Of course, the things you you did in your younger days may not align with young women of today. But how can you judge someone so harshly when you don't know their story? You don't know why they're doing the things they do to gain income. And... Where do you, what do you gain based on holding yourself to this higher moral compass and saying, I would never use my body to be a sex symbol, but you would turn around and do other things that people could judge. Another thing that has me think about moral high ground is, especially being on a college campus, is seeing bars accept fake IDs and accept people who aren't 21 into their bars and allow them to drink. And there have been, especially hearing people who have who have worked at bars, like teachers who used to work at bars or students who use fake IDs, it's very evident and it's very telling when someone uses one. And I'm not someone who drinks or smokes and I'm not this isn't coming from first take experience. This is coming from people who indulge in these things and people who have been on the working end of it and seeing it. Most of the IDs, while they look fake, they pass through the system. 
And there have been workers I've talked to that have said like, yeah, I knew it was a fake ID, but it scanned, so I just let it go by. Or there have been people who have told me like, just get a fake and then do whatever you want to do. You can get in the bar, it'll work. And it has me question one, the bars and the owners of these establishments who know that these are people under 21 and allow them to drink as well. And on one end, you would say, that's wrong. Why would you do that? Why would that business accept people who are 21 in an establishment that does drink? And then you look at the business perspective of, at the end of the day, those people are making them money. And on a college campus, there are going to be tons of people who just aren't 21 who want to participate in these activities such as drinking or being a part of bars or being a part of bar culture and from the business side why would they stop bringing in money when it's doing good for their business and they're not telling them to drink they're just letting an id get through and letting them go about their business and obviously for the people who do obtain fake IDs or people who do drink and they're under 21. I question, I always have in the back of my mind, like, you know, this is wrong and you're doing it anyway, but I cannot judge because I am not perfect. I say this all the time. I am not better than anyone and I hate people who are judgmental. So I won't ever judge, but it does all have me always question these things of what do I gain from being morally better, quote unquote, than others. Like, sure, I'm sitting here not drinking, but, or sure, I'm saying this is wrong. I'm not going to get a fake ID and go in a bar. But yet there are other people who do these things and they're having fun, they're having the time of their lives. Even if they're doing something that is deemed unacceptable or wrong, they're still having fun and they're still living their best life. So how important is it to you to have the moral high ground. How important is it to be deemed right in society or to be seen as a good person in society? Because there are people, let's say Donald Trump, for example, who some people have very harsh opinions about him. But at the end of the day, there were people who agreed with him. He has family who looks at him as a great father, brother, I don't know if he has siblings, politician, businessman, husband. There are people who share different opinions than, let's say, the majority. Even if disliking someone like that is the majority, they ask you question, is it really the majority of the opinion or is it just a split opinion? How important are these things to you? How important is it to have the moral high ground? Does it really matter? I'll let you decide. I appreciate you for listening.